This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. You know, when I was a kid, my grandfather often would take me and my brother to a little uh, fast food restaurant chain called Pen Hamburgers. And at this one location of Pen Hamburgers, they would sell you uh, bottles of soda in glass bottles in the old timey, you know, style glass bottles that they, of course, would have refilled. And on the Mountain Dew bottles, they would have the original Mountain Dew mascot, who was a hillbilly, and it would say, Yahoo Mountain Dew on the bottle, and my grandfather would go Yahoo Mountain Dew real loud in the uh, in the restaurant. It was really great. Hi, this is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. Hi. This week in awesome, you know, a couple of days ago it was Star Wars Day, May the fourth, and the reason I'm saying that past tense is because everyone knows I love Star Wars, and of course I had a ball during it. The other reason I'm bringing this up is because I want to go into a little mini PSA rant for a second, and that PSA is let people enjoy things. I see so much negativity online, you know. I you know for some reason lately there's been back like a backlash against people saying may the fourth be with you and it's like half the time it's these uh kind of nerd hipsters that are just trying too hard to be cool or whatever and then a lot of times it's just miserable people who just magically hate everything that is really popular and you know i see this a lot lately be it people criticizing things funko makes or you know a show or family guy yeah you always hear about how bad family guy is by people with unsuccessful shows you know what i mean like it's it's uh, you know it's like it's okay for something to be popular it's okay for something to be popular that you don't get. You know, I'm not a sports person. Like, I, I just do not get sports. But it, it's okay. It's okay if other people enjoy sports. And uh, I see a lot of people going, huh, sports ball, huh, sports ball, not realizing they're being the exact same douchebags that they don't like people being toward them about stuff they like. You know, either they just don't have the humility or they've gotten too full of themselves with a false sense of entitlement. But basically what I'm saying is everyone, let people enjoy things. No one, nobody on this earth or off of it is better than anyone else. Your opinions are not better than anyone else's. What you, the things you like are not better than what anyone else likes. And if you've noticed, a lot of times people criticize and hate when people are being bullies or douchebags or when they're, you know, like... Sure is some celebrity who won't shut up about his stuff is the best ever. And everyone hates that. And that's a lot of times the same people I see being jerks toward other people. So basically, in the spirit of just humility, let people enjoy things. Because, see, this is being awesome. The podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. And part of being having fun is enjoying things. And you know what? You... Everyone's got the right to be themselves. You know what I mean? Everyone has the right to be themselves. And I see that all over the world, all over social media, all that, where people are constantly sticking up for people. Like, they have the right to be who they are. So when you're sticking up for saying you have the right to be who you are, that's probably the time you should remember not to make fun of or give someone else crap for 
daring to like the new Deadpool, you know, stuff when, you know, he's been around since the nineties. Yeah. You're, you're, you're so cool. Got it. You know, stuff like that. Stop being douchebags, people. And then we all do it. We all, you can't help but to be one occasionally, but you know, try, try to be a better person, you know? So with that said, you know, what's going on this week in Transformers? Both, I think it's still City Cybercon. I think I said the name of that wrong. I didn't. I didn't keep up with the news of that convention as well, as well as um, Transformers Fest in 2006, 2016. Jesus, that was a decade ago in uh, Japan. Both look like a lot of fun. Um, apparently, some uh, third party news got broke at the Still City thing. If I heard correctly, like I said, I didn't pay enough attention to that one. I mean. I, I probably it probably been a cool convention to go to. I don't I like I said, I wish I would have known more about that one. I remember hearing it being mentioned in passing and you know, here or there seeing news of it. So I kinda wish I would have known more about it because you know I'm sure it was a fun time. And Transformers Fest uh in Japan, that looked like a lot of fun. I think Takara uh, had a big deal of putting it on. There's a lot of cool displays of different products and all that. Like they had a B Source display for uh the twentieth anniversary and you know it got mentioned there. Now there's a rumor uh, that there's that masterpiece Cheetor is in the works, and if that is true, I would love that. I, I I would just absolutely love that. A lot of people saying they wish the. Hang on, let me get a drink. Hmm. Getting a mouthful of spit while I'm talking. That's gross. A lot of people, you know, are saying, "Boy, I'd rather the second Beast Wars masterpiece to be." Uh, Megatron, and you know what? That would be cool too. But I have no problems with a Cheetor because I have always really liked Cheetor. I might be something of a Cheetor fanboy because I've just always really liked Cheetor. I liked his design, and I've liked this character, watching it grow over time and stuff. So a masterpiece Cheetor is right up my alley, and I would welcome it, much like Scott Staff with arms wide open. But I would try not to be a giant <laughs> Scott Staff about it. I wouldn't be come here, Cheetor. Let me give you a hug. I'm going to open your box. I'm going to play with you with arms wide open. Nah. Why do singers call that part when they go, nah? Is it the equivalent of when modern singers move their fingers around like they're drawing in the air when they sing? <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm not a musician, so I don't, I don't know what that's called. I guess uh, embellishment? A little flair? Rick Flair is pretty cool. Woo! But yeah, I would totally love a Cheetor. I've heard some people complaining already that there's how dare there be uh, another Beast Wars masterpiece, and some people complain there shouldn't be a single Beast Wars masterpiece. And it's like, once again, let people enjoy things. Transformers does not belong to just the G1. Transformers has been going on for over 30 years. There has been several series, G not just G1. G1 only lasted a few years, <laughs> you know. In fact, generation, we've been homaging G1 for longer than G1 went on. You know, there's been Beast Wars, there's been Armada, there's been Energon, there's been Beast Machines, there's been Robots in Disguise. There has been so much to Transformers that, man, make a masterpiece of everything. Not everything has to be G1. I love G1 too, but I would love to see, I'd love an Armada Prime. I'd love a, I'd, I'd love that. I'd love actually an Armada Megatron, because I always liked that design. That'd be awesome. Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up real quick. Let me let me sniff those uh, seasonal allergies off Mike as best as I could. Uh, the new Ghostbusters movie is coming out soon. And along with it is a huge merchandising 
uh, pole, which includes ecto cooler. Thank God. Uh, you know, all sorts of stuff, but the new toys are super awesome. There's, of course, a more traditional action figure line with higher quality action figures that look really neat, but where my attention is, is the Ecto Minis. Now, let me let me throw this back here. There's some role-play toys, you know, like a proton pack kids could wear and stuff like that. Of course, the traditional collector figures, like I mentioned. Um, there's, like, little stuffed uh, critters and stuff critters there's like little stuff slimers and uh stay puffs and such and there's even those cool squishy gross type toys where you squeeze them and stuff comes out of an opening of like slimer and a couple other little ghosts and monsters and stuff and that's super awesome but the ones that got my attention is called the ecto minis the ecto minis are sold in blind packs on cards and in all sorts of different um uh, packaging options and what the ecto minis are is little mini figures are like little solid pvc figurines of different ghostbuster characters both the classic team and the new uh, female team and there's uh, toys of the little figures of the ghosts and stuff not to mention there is a large stay puffed and i forget the new big bad guy's name he um He's a he's the big bad guy of the new movie and he pretty much looks like if you've ever watched the original uh, original juice the original real ghostbusters cartoon the uh ghost character that was walking down the street in the intro of the cartoon before the ghostbusters symbol came over and caught him he looks an awful lot like that so i'm pretty happy with that guy being a character in the movie but that guy and uh stay puff they have these large toys that are about the size of the traditional figures actually that go to scale with these little miniature pvc guys that are about the size of a lego man and those little mini guys you know, they come on uh, little carded packs. Like, I think I think the female uh, Ghostbusters all come on those card packs. I haven't seen them in blind bags yet. But they have blind bags. They have, like, the classic team in them, some ghosts. And they have a cool, I, th I guess it's a chase variation of the uh, those uh, ecto-ghost versions of the original team that was in that one episode of Ghostbusters, uh, the real Ghostbusters. Cool stuff. There's, like, an ecto-1 car you can get that basically serves as a... It's supposed to be a vehicle you can put them all in and they can drive around, but it basically serves as a carrying case where you can put a whole bunch of them in there. And, you know, there's like a containment unit uh, play set and stuff. It's just, it's so rad. There's these one packs they had where it's like little canisters of slime, like slime, you know, the ectoplasm, and it comes with a little ecto mini on top of it. And of course you get, you, those aren't blind packs, you can see which one you're getting. And it's totally cool, you get a Ghostbuster or ghost that you can slime with ectoplasm all in one little, that ectoplasm came by itself. So that is so cool. And you know, you guys know minifigures, and you guys know I love blind bags, so... And everyone knows I love Ghostbusters, so the Ecto Minis are totally right up my alley. Now, speaking of right up my alley, I've got to brag for a few minutes. You see, I've mentioned before once or twice that I'm getting married this year. Well, the woman and I have decided where to take our honeymoon. And it was all her idea, and I love her so much for it. We're going to go to Universal Studios in Florida. I've always wanted to go to Universal Studios. Like, Forever, I've been to Disney a few times, but I've never been to Universal Studios. It always just kind of seemed a little out of reach. I've actually mentioned once or twice about how I remember seeing um, back when I was a kid, and you know, you'd rent the movies, from, the VHS movies from the local mom and pop. I remember when Universal Studios was opening up before uh, any any movie that was from Universal Pictures or whatever. Uh, I remember seeing the little ad. Right at the beginning for the movie, after the little trailers for Coming Soon or whatever, there was Coming Soon, Universal Studios ad, and it was like the logo, Universal, and in each letter was like 
a scene from a ride or whatever in there. And I remember just always wanting to go and I'm finally going. I'm finally going and what's going to be the happiest trip of my life. And that would be my moon. And what's cool about that is I finally get to ride that cool trans what's going on here. Okay. Sorry guys. My computer just stopped for a second and I got one of those little spinny wheels and all I could say was, what are you doing? I was like, what's going wrong? I just talked for 10 minutes. I don't want to start over, but I get to ride that transformers ride. I've been really wanting to ride that transformers ride since it's opened and I can't wait to do so. And you know, it's movie based and it, I like the movie setting. You know what I mean? The movies could be better, but it could also be a whole lot worse, you know, but I totally enjoy the movie setting and that ride. I've watched ride view videos of it a few times and it looks like it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I've already got an evac, the exclusive where a friend had went and picked me up one. But the cyber battalion figures, battalion, battalion, however you say it, those figures that were like a kind of inexpensive toy, they're almost like us. Uh, upscaled legends but what they are is larger figures that are based on legends engineering you know simple toys and they sell them in like countries like brazil and china and such well those are coming to universal studios as an exclusive to them in the u.s so that's gonna be awesome so while i'm there i can get these figures that i've been wanting to get for a while but didn't feel like uh importing at an expensive shipping price and not to mention paying the fees on top of that to the store that you know i'm buying them from so i can just buy them at universal for what, 25, 30 a pop and be happy with it? I'm going to go nuts in that store. I am going to go nuts and buy a ton of stuff. I don't care. The woman is going to buy a bunch of Harry Potter stuff, and we're probably, we're probably going to buy more than we probably should while we're at Universal, but it's going to be awesome. Speaking of awesome, let's shoot now to the questions and awesome portion of the show. Uh, the Q&A thread, which is exclusive to the Talk Transformers group on Facebook. You know, search it up and join the best place to talk Transformers. Every so often, I will post a thread there saying, Hey, anyone got any questions, comments, talking points, or whatever for the show? And the thread will fill up and I have a queue that lasts for indeterminate time period, depending on how many questions. This current one, I've got a ton. I still have got a ton. So, you know, people tend to post it there. Sometimes I get questions asked to me directly there, and I just kind of add them to the queue. So however you, however you do, as you do. And if you want to just direct message me one, that works too. But this week's question, and just like prior weeks, I'm just got it right here on my phone and spinning and stopping and seeing what I land on. So spin, stop. All right. This week's question comes from Eric Crowbar. Eric goes on to ask, if you could change one aspect about the Michael Bay movies, what would it be? A character design, um, excuse me, the character designs, a more coherent plot. I'd personally like a new take on the classic characters in a less Bayish style. Well, Eric, thanks for your question. And you know what? It's funny, I was just talking about the Universal Studios ride based on the movies. But um, what I would, it's kind of hard to say what you would change about a hugely successful movie series. I mean, how many billions of dollars have those movies made? It's kind of hard to say. I would totally change this. And I notice as a middle middle class uh, person, uh, I this is what a person who is middle class would change about something that's made more money than I could probably ever imagine. But... Uh, all laughing, laughing at my own humility aside. 
I'd like, and everyone said this before too, I'm okay with the designs. I know a lot of people aren't, but I'm okay with the designs. And I'm okay with the setting. I actually like the setting, how they've come up with everything. I like the se Sector 7. I like Nest. I like the new setup with the uh, the uh, new Decepticons that, yeah, admittedly, that Transforminium, whatever the crap is, is kind of lame. But I, I like that where they accidentally made new Decepticons. I like that. I, I really like Stinger a whole lot. I like a character that is not really much of a character as more of a prop that shoots a gun once or twice a whole lot. Um, but yeah, I really like the movies, but they are not perfect. They are, they have something, don't they? And all of us have a little beef with them or two. A lot of, some fans are 100% love them. Me, I really like the time when the movie comes out, all the merchandising, all the transformers in the air. You can just breathe the transformers. You know, I, I wish it was more like Revenge of the Fallen though, where I could go to Burger King and eat a transformers cheeseburger and then go get me a burger, uh, Transformers Snickers bar at the Walgreens, but you know, next movie, who knows? Maybe there will be uh, Bumblebee Snickers bars and Burger King Transformers Whoppers or something again. But what I would probably change, and I'm thinking, and here's what's the funny thing you know, I, I was with the guys at BotCon 07 seeing that BotCon premiere of the first movie. And every single theater was loving the crap out of it. It wasn't for a good week or two later that people started getting that refrigerator theory. We were like, you know, I didn't like this. Yeah, I didn't like this. You know. But if I could think of what, I've been, what disappoints me in each one of the movies. Well, let's, let's, let's keep it real. They're too long. And I could watch Transformers all the time. But they're too long. They, they could be, they need to trim a little length off of them. And that would uh, force, that would force the movies to, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Sometimes you need a little restrictions uh, in life. It kind of helps, helps guide creativity, I think. And I think sometimes keeping a hard uh, schedule or whatever really helps me kind of keep within the lines. You know what I mean? So if they would be like, okay, we want to make a movie, you know, what was that last one? Two and a half hours, almost three hours. Let's, let's make this movie 90 minutes or let's make this movie just under two hours. You know, they set a hard deadline and keep the movie in there. I think that would keep this story more, um, tighter and that would help a whole lot because I've, every time I go back and watch the, uh, 2007 Transformers movie, like if it's on HBO or whatever, I enjoy it a whole lot more years later than I did after it came out. And that's me, someone who enjoyed initially watching it. You know, I've always said, I really like, uh, I really like Dark of the Moon. That's my favorite of the four movies. I like, I genuinely like Dark of the Moon with its faults, uh, uh, of course, but I genuinely like that movie. Uh, and the 07 movie I thought was, yeah, that's a pretty good summer movie. It is what it is. It's, you know, it's a, perfectly a serviceable movie you know it's not what everyone wanted but i'm fine with it um i i think the odd numbered movies so far have been the better ones but a part five will prove that point if it's actually a working theory of mine but anyway i do think scaling them down back a little help sometimes just trim off that extra fat a little you know what i mean that little time also i think like everyone i wish the transformers got more screen time 
And being that said, when you go back and watch, like, say, that 07 movie over again, you'll find you're noticing them more than you did the first time. And that's because you're not sitting there waiting for the next thing to happen. It's already happened. You've already seen this movie, and you're noticing, hey, they're in this movie more than I realized. But once again, I do wish the movie focused more on the Transformers than the human counterparts. And I understand why it does that. You know, you know, this is a mainstream movie. Um, the Transformers are special effects. You know, I understand why the humans are the main focal point. But I do wish the Transformers were the main focal point. Other than this is going on. Meanwhile, Marky Mark is having the hardest time with this guy in a creepy relationship with his underage daughter. You know, I, that, that never needed to even be a point, <laughs> you know? And, you know, we're like, Hey, that's great. S Sam is talking to this girl. He's got a crush on do it. I don't need to sit through that before I see a single robot after the initial scene. You know what I mean? Like I wish the transformers took a more front center role and being in that, I wish, wish their personalities were a little more filled out you know as the movies went we got more of their personality per se but like say sideswipe you know he was in uh two and three i liked sideswipe he had a cool design i liked his whole demeanor he had two lines three now i'd like more from sideswipe i'd like to feel his personality out you know what i mean or Jolt. Man, I wanted something from Jolt. I really liked that design. I liked the whole electric tentacles thing he had going on. In my mind, Jolt, I, I'm i one of those guys, and there's a lot of people that do too, where they give characters personalities and whatever in their own head. Jolt, to me, I had mentally made him eek the cat. Like that same kind of personality. And, that same, and that, to me, that was Jolt. It's like, oh, you just that same voice and that same sort of that was that to me was what Jolt was in my head, and I and I made that all up on my own. But watching this movie, here's a guy who never said anything, and only really you saw you saw him drive once or twice, and he helped Ratchet once or twice, and that was it. And then he didn't even come back after that. Yeah, I would love to see more out of Drift. You know, we had Mirage or a Dino in Part Three. Who's this guy? Here, here he is. That that's it. That's all there is to it. You know. I'd like more personality in them. Now, saying that, Optimus sure has showed uh, more personality over the movies, as probably should be expected, as Optimus Prime is the star of Transformers. That's, he's, the, he's the icon character. So him getting more time to shine as a character is pretty expected. Now, of course, he didn't get a whole lot in that first movie, but over each movie, we got more and more out of Optimus. And I would actually say... And I'm totally ignoring everyone saying he's a murderous lunatic or whatever in the movies. I don't think so. I think he's just being he's being displayed more realistically. I mean, that's if you're in a four million year long war, you're probably going to be a little bit easier about executing a war criminal than you are you know, a war that's only went on for a few months or your first time. You know, be like, ah, we got to execute this guy. Bam, okay, he's gone. You know, it's just if you watch Walking Dead, and everyone does. Rick sure does kill people pretty quickly, doesn't he? I mean, he just goes after and kills them. You know, that's that's because it's it's why that you have to do it. And so that's that's where I'm thinking the Optimus mindset comes from. To me, that's a more it's not fun, it's not nice, it doesn't seem like Optimus. But at the end of the day, I would always even G1 cartoon Optimus expect him to be the uh, 
I have to do this and I don't like it, but I'm going to do it, <laughs> you know, type, you know, not just, oh, do I really have to? Yeah, because he's going to keep doing it. He's a danger to himself and those around him. You know, that's I, I would I would see him be more like that. So I guess that that's why that never bothered me per se. But he really did. In fact, I would say in uh, Dark of the Moon, he probably acted the most optimist as he's ever acted. I mean, there he was saluting the, uh, I forget his name, <laughs> the astronaut whose name will come to me after I get done. I'm like, oh, you idiot. Um, you know, he, he felt he had remorse. He looked up to the Sentinel, you know, Prime, you know, he's like, to me, that movie displayed a whole lot of characterization. And I would like some more characterization from some of the other guys, you know. Uh, and, and that would have been so helpful because, like, you know, if you watch Age of Extinction, the robots got a whole lot of screen time. You know, they did. They got a whole lot of screen time. Not as much as you'd like because we had to sit through Marky Mark's weird subplot. You know, it was fine that he became friends with Optimus and, you know, his family got wrapped up in it. That's fine. That's fine for a storytelling part. But we really didn't need that whole, all the extra stuff, did we? You know, just a little... Oh, he's an inventor who's not very good at his job. And before we get started going on here, a lot of people I've noticed criticize like, yeah, he's a scientist that's really buff and played football. It's like, yeah, you guys are being jerks. Uh, an athlete can be just as super intelligent as a nerd. So you guys stop that weird comparison that you pulled out of your own butts. Quit being jerks. <laughs> I think that, Nah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go any more on that. <laughs> I think I've lectured enough tonight. But that whole subplot just kind of went on too long. You know what I mean? But the robots got a whole lot of screen time, but they like, wow, Hound is just super gung ho and all that. You know, you, you would like a little more uh, exposition, wouldn't you? I would have. You know, especially that scene with uh, Optimus fighting the Dinobots. And from what I understand that scene where they first released the Dinobots and uh, spoilers, a uh, two year old movie. So sorry if I, if you listen to being awesome, you've done seen this movie. So I don't know why I'm saying that, but every once in a while you got to throw out a spoiler warning because somebody has still yet to get off the pot and knowing their legs are asleep. But that, you know, there's that scene where they released the Dinobots and for some reason, Optimus just fights them and gets them to do what he says. Apparently, you know, the movies, that was a, uh, there was going to be an earlier, they were supposed to originally get released earlier in the, now, and this is all from what I've heard. So it could be totally wrong. And the uh, source who claims it could have been just full of crap, but this is what I've been made to understand that the Dinobots were supposed to be released earlier in the movie because, you know, they, they were all over that merchandising for it, you know, originally. And of course they were going to butt heads with the rest of the Autobots and that scene was basically where it came to a head and Optimus bested Grimlock and the whole was like, look, get your crap together scene, you know. And, you know, however the movie worked out with a million cooks in the kitchen or whatever, here's the Dinobots and we just, yeah, you guys follow me now, okay? Okay, I'll kick your butt. All right, let's do this. Let's fight. You know, it, it, it didn't work out so well. But, you know, little things like that. You know, maybe less, maybe less cooks in the kitchen. And I'm sorry, when something costs several million dollars to make and has a lot of companies involved, there's going to be a lot of cooks in the kitchen. So I might just be uh, up poop creek on that wish and desire. 
I think I'm rambling more than explaining anything. So I hope in the time that I've been talking to you, Eric, and talking to my listening audience, I've answered your question, Eric. So thanks so much for your question. That was a good one. That was a great one. And thanks, everyone, for your questions. Uh, please, please keep submitting them. Talk Transformers is the way to do it. The thread pops up every so often, or you can just straight up ask me a question there, and I'll add it to the queue. So, okay, guys, being awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, which is admittedly late this week. I had a hard time kind of getting myself together to record the show, so we're going up a little later than normal, but I don't think that's too big of a deal. I don't think anyone's going to mind, but usually it come out on, we come out on Saturday or sometimes Sunday if, you know, things just don't work out. Uh, and we can be found at tfradio.net. Being Awesome is part of the Radio's Free Cybertron family of shows. And all of us, you know, are at tfradio.net where you can find all of our shows and showtimes. And, you know, you can find Being Awesome on iTunes, on Stitcher, pretty much any way you can listen to a podcast. There's a video version of it on Facebook, which is basically my soothing voice talking onto a static picture. You can download it off the site. There's so many ways to get out, get this show. And I'm telling you how to listen to a show you're probably listening to right now through one of those means. But guess what else? While you're at tfradio.net, please check out our Amazon links. What that is, is an easy way to support us without paying anything extra. Basically, just click through those links next thing you need to buy something through Amazon. Personally, me, I'm fixing to look through Amazon to see what the prices are on those Takara Star Wars toys I've been seeing all over the internet. I'd really like some of them. <laughs> um, let me take another sip of this soda. I'm getting a head rush. I haven't slept much today. That was a poopy idea. I'm Rob, and you can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. And you can also check out my personal site, ZoneBase.org. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. And once again, I don't know how to end this. Everyone take a shot. Yes, everyone take a shot. Rob doesn't know how to end this. And uh, check me out next time. Hopefully, I have this out on time and not late. Hopefully, I'll get my proverbial crap together. So thanks everyone for my computer went into screen saver. You ever when you catch your computer going into screen saver and you move your mouse to um stop it from doing it and it just gives you that black screen for a minute where you've confused the computer and it's doing whatever it's gotta do. Now there's a mouse spin. Oh, there's the screen saver. It did it anyway. And then I moved the mouse again and back to black screen, go to I'm telling you guys all this because I can't click stop on the recording until now we're back up. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully next week the show will be back on time on its normal schedule. And hopefully I won't be so scatterbrained. I've had a had a tiresome past couple of weeks. But I thanks everyone for sticking through it with me. And thanks everyone for listening. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Power. You can't be hero. Oh, don't.